Right there's that motherfucker. Sexy son of a bitch. What up, Rocky? Welcome back for Slowly, motherfucker! I know, man. How you doing, brother? I got some mics for us, too. Oh, wow. These motherfuckers, they're taking all the noise out of the truck. Really? Yeah. Oh, he's got mics! We get we get rolling, we get our mics, and we have a conversation about your trip. Oh, I turn man. this camera around so you can see us. Okay. Oh my mic. I need I need a light. I know. I got some lapel pieces, but I ain't got my cash of these mics uh, yet. They don't. Those mics for I, for whatever reason I can't get to work, so I gotta fuck with them a little bit more. Wow, man, but these mics are here are actually really this good. So what'd you drive when you were in Somalia? Donkey. Seriously? I didn't drive nothing. Oh, okay. Yeah, they, we didn't have anything to drive, so we just had, uh, we mainly walked everywhere, and if, we, if it was a long trip, then you had cars. Yeah. So when I was leaving from uh, Balsasa to Villa Duena, which is one city to the city I was in, we took a car. Okay. Um, full of like. So how would you get the car? Like, are you called for a service or what? Yes. Yeah? So there's like a guy who travels in between cities. Everyone knows of him. And there's certain days it'll come to your city, so you just look forward to it. So you're like, okay, today is Saturday. He won't be in my city, but he'll be here Monday at 10 a.m. Right. So you get ready by Monday at 10 a.m. Huh. You go to his little station. You pay him some money. He drops people off, gets other people in their luggage on, and you're rolling. Uh-huh. So what kind, of, what kind of condition of the car? Oh, man. Is it one of the things you're barely surviving, but it gets you there? Yes. No, Absolutely. damn, dude. So it's like... I mean, that's what I'm picturing, but I'm trying to be racist when I say that. No, no. Yeah, okay. So it's like a pickup truck, right? Okay. And it's like a 1992 Ford Ranger or some shit. Dude, one of the old school cars. Wow. And they even, like, hooked it up. They did, like, their own little modifications to it. To where they put like metal bars, like you know, on the back end where the where you have the bed. Yeah. They put metal bars around it so people can, and they put a like a wood on top of there so people can sit on top of the trunk. People can go in, luggage can go in. I mean, they use it to the capacity. Like sometimes they overuse it. It's, it was overcrowded. I was sitting in the front. Right. I was sitting in the passenger seat with another kid middle and then it was the driver but if you look out of your mid window you'll see people behind you just like in the back of the bed just chilling uh -huh. and they're like not afraid to fall off or anything which is just the way that guy was driving i'd be worried <laughs> huh. so was it a stick shift or an automatic it was a stick shift yeah that's what i'm thinking and you know one thing i actually witnessed i think at one point it overheated <laughs> and this motherfucker took a gallon water like that yeah and put it in open the hood and started pouring the shit <laughs> <laughs> how far of a drive was it though huh how far of a drive oh, was it was uh how many miles and then give me a time okay yeah time that was like four or five hours oh my god so from like here to illinois or some shit oh, okay so, so a couple hundred time. miles yeah is it is it paved or is it dirt gravel what we're we talking uh, Oh, okay. So you get dirt, gravel. Hmm. So we're going straight or? Yeah, you go straight. Do you say, we don't go this way? Go straight. Alright, <laughs> All right, so so is there is there a speed limit? No. 
No speed limit. No speed limit. It's just it's just regulated by the survival <laughs> ability of a person yeah, driving. Yeah. Oh, I see. By a person driving, he's he's the Man. he sets the speed limit. Okay, so what was the purpose for the long drive? And when you get up here, get the right. So what was the purpose for the long drive? Where were you going to? I can't multitask. Oh, you're fine. <laughs> Sorry, Rob. Oh, you're fine. Uh, the purpose for the long drive. Uh huh. From, like, what do you mean? From like the city to city? Yeah, where were you going? Four hundred or uh, four or five hours. So was, why why were you going there? That's where I was born in. The, I was going to the city where I was born. Okay. So I was at first the city I was in was Balsasso. My family's from there. Uh huh. Um, but I wanted to go to where I was born, where we had, you know, our house, the one the house I was born in. I that's the kind of the one of the main reasons why I took the trip was to go renovate that house go look at some of the properties we have there and just work on it. Oh, okay. Main reason why I went there. But yeah, man, so we went from Balsasso to Belladuene. That, that was about a four-hour drive. Yeah. We get to Belladuene. Um, I stayed there for, for the remainder of my trip. Um, I went to where I used to go to school. It's not the same. It's, it's like torn up, man. It's like bullet holes all over their chalkboard. Teacher is so savage, like he's still teaching. Damn. Like he's writing it, like you have to, okay, I can't write on this spot, skip over it because it's a bullet hole right right next to it. Yeah. Writing. I'm like, wow. You know, the kids over there learn, man. Like they're they're happy to learn because in the back of their mind, they almost feel like um, like that's their ticket out. Right. It's to learn English. Um, best they can even though what they're learning is like super super like freshmen over there were learning what fourth and fifth graders over here will learn okay so it's like the kids are being taught something but it's not up to level right um so i mean most of them spoke english um like that's most of them when i was there they're like oh man your english is good and i'm like well you know i'm from the u.s but you guys are getting there too, so I was giving them ways to say words. Oh, okay. I was teaching them about the differences between there, there, and there. Ah, oh, that's rough. Uh, yeah, it, it was rough for me. So I just assumed that, you know, them not even having a accredited teacher, like that's something they just needed to know. So I shared that with them. I talked to them a little bit about the money because, you know, they use U.S. dollars over there, hmm. which just shows you how much powerful the United States is. Right. Other countries are using your money. Um, it's, it's a big statement. And, uh, so what kind of news did they get? They got the news that Donald Trump lost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what's, what, what's the feeling about it? Uh, they didn't care. Oh, because yeah? Trump banned them. You could, like... <laughs> Yeah, it's a shithole country. <laughs> yeah, he said they're shithole country, whatever. But so you can tell, like the elders were happy. Like my uncles and them, when they found out Trump lost, because of course they they're here in the states. They knew a little bit of what was going on here in the United States. Yeah, it, it was a sigh of relief. Huh. Now, when I found out, I was happy up until I found out Kamala Harris uh -huh. was vice president. Yeah. And, uh, you know, man, I don't care. Yeah, she's the first female. She's the first black. I don't give a fuck about none of that. Yeah. But. Yeah, I don't like 
Joe Biden reminds me a lot of uh, Hillary Clinton. Yeah, yeah. Where they just do whatever the corporate needs them to do. Right. Yeah. What, whatever. Corporate sluts, all they are. Whatever sounds right. Yeah. When the doors are open. Yep. They'll do it. But when the doors are closed. Yep. You know, they're just like, okay, you know, we're, we'll just tell them. Zero things. courage. Yeah. Zero. And, uh, yeah. and that's one thing I give my hats off to Trump about. You know, he, mm -hmm. he talks his shit. Yeah, but he just full of it, though. He's yeah. just a con man. Yeah. <laughs> but at least. You could, like, he was upfront about it, like he wasn't trying to hide behind. Oh, he lied his ass off. He's hiding all the time. I well, paid them contractors. I paid them people. I didn't go bankrupt. I, this is a business decision. Yeah. Like, motherfucker, you just rewarding the fucking cake. I don't care what kind of cake it is. Yeah. It's a birthday <laughs> cake or anniversary cake. It's still cake, goddammit. Oh, man. Yeah. But, uh, man, so they do get the news, but they don't get, like, all the news. The kids... The younger crowd, yeah, that's their dream. Their dream is to come to America. Well, yeah, which just tells you, man, like all these immigrants coming in, mm -hmm. yeah, like us as Americans, and yes, I'm saying me as an American because I'm a citizen. Yeah, we might have, to, we might look at them bad, like oh, like they're coming to take your jobs, but you gotta understand, bro. Like some people just want to come here to work. Mm -hmm. That's all. Like they'd be happy to work. At yeah, but that's not a good excuse to many people who are against it. Right. Right, because the argument is they're taking my jobs. Yeah, that that's the end of the argument. But, but the, right, yeah. right. But don't don't make a statement after that. Make a question. Name a job they took from you. <laughs> yes. Okay, yeah, shut the fuck up. Right. right. Exactly. Okay. Because most of the jobs these immigrants will do, hey, they probably do a lower paying job. They yeah. Janitorial jobs. Mm -hmm. Jobs that don't require. And if you're afraid of competition, go to a socialist country. Motherfucker, it's capitalism. You don't yeah. like it, work harder. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and, Mr. Right. White Man America. Work so, hard for your job, you don't keep it. So is, That's yeah, how I see man, it. Man. I, I mean, it's true, man. Like, no immigrant will all work you, Rocky. I'm, <laughs> I'm telling yeah, you. I don't know, dude. When I was younger, I could outwork any goddamn buddy. I'm getting older. That's what I'm saying. Well, yeah. now you're still fucking 40 years old. <laughs> pushing, pushing, dude. You, I get my hats off to you, dude. Yeah. If I was asked, name the top two people would I work for you, <laughs> Rocky and my dad. Dude, I gotta hustle because you know the hustle's real. Yeah. No one gives a fuck about you. No, no one gives a fuck about your kids or your no. wife. No. Something happens to you. you oh, know. I hear about Rocky went bankrupt, lost his kids, divorced, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Tomorrow you're back to work. And, and then some of them some of them will be like, yeah, like your haters will be like, yeah, we already saw that coming. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but they won't like, call me up and tell me. Right, right. <laughs> like, they'll just look down on you regardless. Like, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. That's the name of the game, though, man. If they're going to come take your job, that means you ain't doing your job. Yeah. Um, and, 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 you know, that's the kids, when I told them, they're like, what do you do? I told them, you know, some of the cooler kids, the older ones, I was telling them what I actually do. Yeah. And I was talking to them about how I don't have a college degree, and all I do is just work. And, you know, I was showing them some of my pro like, property I just bought recently here. And, they're asking me, like, yo, how do you do everything? Like, is it stressful? How did you learn English? Everything in life is stressful. Yeah. It's a habit. You do it one week, two weeks, the third week, you're like a pro at it. Right. Um, and that's just everything in life. Yeah, I would say don't look down the road further than what you can reach. Right. Unless you want to make a long-term goal, but you need, like, 50 steps to get there. Yes. Yeah. And, and that's the way I've been always looking at my life. Because, you know, I deal with my own shit, so this is like... One day at a time. Yeah. Don't rush it. Have a long-term goal is, is a privilege. Mm -hmm. 
Because if you're surviving day to day, you ain't looking for next year. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. So, man, but most of them there, that's their goal, is to get to America. I feel even one girl, man, uh, one dude, he had an older sister, and uh, he was like, if you marry my sister, she go back with you. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, it's right. I'm like, my mom already tried that with me. Yeah. I'm, I'm not taking no female back. Sorry. Oh, that's crazy. So, uh, but you know, I think, I think, you know, I think I met a girl there. Mm -hmm. so she's like, she does her thing, man. She she owns a little clinic, and um, oh wow, it's not like a clinic clinic. She's not like a nurse nurse, but. She has well, Advil, yeah. Walgreens. She, she owns a Walgreens. Yeah. Somalia. But it's not a Walgreens. In like, her world, that's a big deal. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not right. diminishing it, dude. In her world, you have no idea, Rocky. That is a major deal. Yeah. And uh, I went to her clinic because one of the days I just had a stuffed nose. I didn't know what was going on. Next my, light, turn left. My ears were clogged. My nose was all clogged up. Mm -hmm. so I went to this clinic and she was working there. I just chopped it up with her. Hey, how you doing? And she knew I was from the U.S. already. Uh -huh. I don't know. They could just tell. Oh, yeah. They could just tell. Like, I don't know, dude. How? But everybody knew I was from the U.S. And this light, right? Yeah. Turn so, left. So I'm like, yeah, I'm from the U.S. And she's like, well, when you go back, and she gave me a whole list, man. And that's what I worked on all last month. Wait a minute. This light is confusing. Yeah. I can turn left or no? <laughs> you gotta wait until it turns green. So I sent her some Advil, some uh, tampons, dude, like everything. Mm -hmm. I sent her like boxes huh. of anything you would think of. Feminine hygiene. I even sent some deodorants, some nail clippers. Is there any like 501c3s around here that contribute to people like that? No. no? That's sad. There, there, there are like seven foundations mm -hmm. um, that people individually start like I have my own foundation and but it's only for orphans I already I talked to you about that I think you might for have orphans and I just put away $86 every month for the orphans yeah and um, I choose which country that $86 goes to so for the past two years I've been just doing Somalia yeah sponsoring orphans in Somalia but now, just recently this year, I switched it to Yemen. Oh, okay. Uh, I feel like it's needed there more now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Somalia's getting back on their feet. The government is more stable. Uh, the president just got a second term. Uh, is he a good guy? He's a great guy. Yeah. He's received the Medal of Honor from the United Nations because he took his country when the rebels were there. Like, yeah. Around the time Trump was like, fuck out of Somalia. <laughs> Huh. He was like, I'm going to turn my country around. And that's exactly what he did. And this guy used to be a taxi. No, was he a taxi driver? Some people say he was a taxi driver in Boston. Some people say he was uh, like a, a professor at a college in Boston. I don't know if it's true. But all I know is that he's a good president. Yeah. And I support him. Um, when I went there. Is he originally from Somali? Yes. Yeah. Yes. He had, so he made a huge sacrifice. He gave away... Never do this, okay? No. Like he gave away his United States citizenship mm -hmm. because you can't do that. You're a president of a country. You can't be a president, a citizen of the United oh, States okay. or any other country. I think that's like a law or something. Mm -hmm. um, so he gave away his freedom here 
to give his people freedom. It's probably to show loyalty to the country in which you're going to be president. Right. Of. Yeah. Right. I, and I heard the U.S. told him like, "Yo, you can't do that. You can't be." Mm-hmm. Guy <laughs> <laughs> uh, they were like, "You can't be a president in Somalia and also be a U.S. citizen." So he was like, "Fuck it, here's my Right. That's badass, ain't it? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm that's your loyalty. I'd never do that. I'd be like, yeah, never mind. As a citizen of Somalia, <laughs> that would make you feel good knowing some of the sacrifice. Somebody, yeah. Such a wonderful yeah. event. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, dude, he's doing great. He's, he's bringing, you know, the country right now, there's still, like, hatred towards each other amongst the people. Yeah. Some of the cities, they don't want nothing to do with the main government. <laughs> like, every city just wants to be in this his own president, everything. They don't want nothing to do with the actual government. But he's been bringing them together. Yeah. So now it's like, okay, well, we're all going to work together. Um, every state, everybody, every city can be their own state, their own, kind of like how we have it here. We have our own jurisdictions. We have our own governors. That can tell us what to do within our state. How many jurisdictions are there in Somalia? Like, how many states? Yeah. I would say 11. How big is Somalia compared to us? Uh, any particular state in the United States? Can you uh, do, you, do you do you have that idea? California. It's that big? Yeah. Oh, I didn't think it'd be that big. California. I was thinking like Jersey it or something. Out, it stretches out like California, right? Yeah. But the population will probably be a little bit less than um, California because a lot of Somalians, a lot of the people that are from that country, don't even live in the country. Right. Most of them live outside the country. Which is just crazy. What, what, is there a specific reason? Yeah, all of them moved when the war happened. Oh, okay. So all they come back moved. into the country to work, or what? Um, so they moved out when the war happened, and a lot of them now, like such as myself, like that's what I want to do. I want to go back home, mm -hmm. put all my money that I earned here. Mm -hmm. Of course, I'm just going to go to my properties here and take care of myself here, but most of it is rebuilding my hometown. Yeah. Like, uh, and, and that's what a lot of them are doing. It's just they're working their asses off here, just sending money back home. Okay, what years were, were the wars going on? 1991, 1992, around that time. Around that time? Yeah. Yep. And you were about how old during that, those years? Uh, well, I was born in 1994, so I was at, towards the tail end of the wars. So, mm -hmm. Like, people were still... Escaping and shit. Yeah. yeah. There's like no government. Hmm. Everybody just running away. Our next bus is yours. That's when I was born. Alright, after we switch trailers and stuff, come back out, we'll get and we'll talk more about uh, uh, your family over there yep. and more personal instead of this national politics stuff. Yep. Sound good? Sounds good. Uh, we're positive, motherfucker. Alright, Somali stuff. Family, friends, who was over there with you? Who'd you visit? Um, so I visited. Just don't well, you know the details. That's like yeah, like names and stuff. Yeah. Okay. So I, I mean, first names are okay, or fake names are okay. Just fake you know what I mean? Like, oh, my 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 uncle, he has he got he's got this illegal drug operation. I don't want to hear that. Yes. All right. Yep. Yeah. Nobody wants to hear that. <laughs> At that point, people will be emailing you like. You got stories like that. He's got a Walgreens in Advil. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> 
All right, so you went. You, you are you okay about talking about why you went there in the first place? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to, so I got land over there. Um, we have one that's one is really really big. It's just right under twenty acres. That's <laughs> a lot of land. Yeah, and this is going to be our farm, um, and we've already got machines out there. And what we did was, one of the main reasons I went was also to be manpower. Because mm -hmm. it's just my uncle and his son right now who's over there. And his son is uh, 11, I believe. And they have to do most of the labor themselves. Mm. Like, you know how you have to dig up the dirt, yeah. bring out the fresh dirt. So, man, we did that by hand. Damn it now. We Damn it that, now. And that's 20 acres. That took a day. So we did it by Square by square. Oh, he's waiting on me. That's my guy. I'm welcome. Hey, man. <laughs> I'm a new guy. Sorry. Road terrorist. Road terrorist. Sorry. <laughs> Good, bro. <laughs> he's looking at me like he's on some shit. <laughs> but, um, so we did it section by section. And I want to say it took us. Man, half the time I didn't show up. Like that just shows you how spoiled I was here in America. Oh wow! I couldn't get up and go every single day. Uh huh. There were days where I was like, you know what, Uncle Fuck it. Like today, I'm just gonna eat this popsicle and try to stay Yeah, I didn't use starving. I was not used to the heat. And yeah. That's one thing I forgot: how humid it gets over there. Like, forget the heat. I'm cool with the sun, mm -hmm. but when it's that kind of Human, like there's no air flowing. It's just the sun, the heat. Yeah, just like static fucking. Yeah. So it's like you is is people are there just sweating bullets, having a normal conversation. They're cool with it. They're yeah. used to it. They're, everybody's just sweating. How stalking. far are you from the major, like the ocean or whatever? Bella Duena is very far from the ocean. The ocean is on the coast, mm -hmm. so the ocean would be by Mogadishu. Couple of miles. What we were talking? Hours. Oh, really? Hours. That far yeah, away? Okay. Six hours. Huh. It was a whole nother city. Um, we were more closer to the border of Ethiopia, mm. so it was land on land. Oh, okay. Um, all right, guys. So you got humidity going on. There's some danger. Like, fuck all this. I'm American. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> I was dying, man. But I did help out. So we. we How was your uncle, real quick? How old is he? Mm -hmm. He is young. My uncle is 38. Okay. So he's closer to your age. So what what kind of farming is happening there? What are you digging for? What's he growing? He wants to grow cucumbers, watermelons. Um, is this mostly for sale? Mostly for sale. Right. Uh, mostly to nourish the village that he lives in because I've been talking to him about Now that's, that's me personally what I want to do. I found that you know the need in my country is it's not so much that there are no jobs mm -hmm. right that's one thing but people want to work right it's just that there are no jobs so people turn to other things they do what the rebel is done for now so most of the kids are just in school they're trying to learn so they can get out of the situation they're in and go abroad to work right mm -hmm. but what i want to do is i want to go over there invest heavily in the farm have people work in the farm have people distribute and work, mm -hmm. be a part of the distribution team, have people be a part of the sales team. All of these kids got potential, man. Let me, let me, I'm, I'm, I'm picking you apart, okay? okay. Um, your uncle, he, he's got a farm. He also does distribution and sales? No. No? Okay. The way my uncle's not that, 
Okay. He's not that level yet. He's right. Just, he's just a farmer. This is what I got. Do you want to buy it? Somebody just comes up, picks it up, takes it away. Oh, okay. But everything was in-house. So there's no in-between between the customer and he? Right now, it's just... No, but, there's an in-between now. Okay. So there's the guy that comes... He pays, the guy pays him a certain amount of money. For a bulk, for a right? Yeah. And that okay. That guy will transport it into all the other cities. Okay. Okay. That makes more sense uh, to me. And, and that's what I want to do. That way he can concentrate what he's good at. That's right. what I was curious of. So my uncle, he's just a farmer. He knows how to grow the crops. He knows how to bring them out. He knows how to prepare them. But oh shit! You know, you gotta turn left, by the way. I'm just sitting here like it's a. Oh shit! Really? <laughs> oh. This is our little truck cast. <laughs> truck cast. I'm doing rock. Going on Rocky, we're just... Sorry, guys. <laughs> we're lucky, no traffic. No traffic. Alright. Alright, so we, he's got a distribution system going on. That's what I want to do. I want to You want to get involved in distribution. Yeah, I want to cut out that dude. I want my uncle to get all the money. Is it because he's doing something wrong? Is he dirty? Is he not no, doing things no, well? he's just not intellectually. Like, he's No, no, the guy. distribution guy. The distribution guy? No, he's just, he's just the middleman. We just want to cut him out. You don't like him? I mean, no, I'm trying to get to the reason why. We like him. Yeah. He's a cool guy, but why give money to him when we could do the same exact thing? Like, oh, I see. All, all he's see. doing is bringing up. You're wanting little, to grow the business yes. into what it can be versus yeah. out, outsourcing. outsourcing. I see. Yeah. I see. So it's just like, Uncle, you need a, you, we figured it out. You need a, one of those vans that have the bridge inside it. Yeah. All right. That's where you transport your fish. That's how you get your fish to the other cities. That's how you take, get two of those. Make one of them dairy products, make the other one meats. That's how you distribute your meats. Yeah. Now he's having a dude, man, and I think this dude is charging like a thousand US dollars a month to transport the meats and uh, milk for him. That sounds like a lot of money. It's a lot of money. But that guy is bringing, I don't know how much he's bringing him back. Yeah. But my uncle did tell me it was about a thousand a month. Because he has to pay for the guy's fuel and everything. He pays for everything. So we're trying to cut that out. We're just trying to buy our own van mm -hmm. with the freezers in it. We're trying to buy our own little pickup truck. Like the one driver. Hey, can you buy that there? You can buy it there, but they're expensive. It'd be better for you to just buy one over here. I used one for like four or 5000 But here's the downside. So shipping it to Africa is even have more and more of a hassle. Mm -hmm. You have to put it in a container. You have to like get the permit for it. You have to have someone wait for it at the coast. Of the, uh, How about like a nearby country? Can you just do it from like Ethiopia or somewhere else? Yep, yep, you could do that. Is that the plan? I mean, I, that, where that, are you at? That's, that's what we're thinking of. So I've already told him that's the two options we have. Mm -hmm. We I can we have plenty of cars here. I told him I'll send him mom's van. Mm -hmm. Like I'll send you mom's van. But we looked it up, man, and. It's gonna cost us anywhere from six to seven thousand dollars to get this view for the Somalia. That's a kick in the dick, right here. Kick in the dick, and we don't even know like how the mechanics back home like can they handle these kind of cars? Like mm -hmm. they know this car takes this kind of oil. That's some of the things that worry me. So the, the second option is probably the better option to go to a neighboring country like Ethiopia yeah. or Kenya and get the car from there and just drive it into Somalia itself. Um, is Kenya butt up? To Somali? Yeah. Okay. Yep, but up, and, and that's where a lot of the Somalis went um, when the war broke out. Yes. Is that but, where uh, Barack Obama went? 
I'm fucking with you, goddammit. I'm fucking with you. I got you to play the American conspiracy. He's all somehow he's a terrorist. He's not American. No, no, no. no, 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 no. no. <laughs> I just wanted to fuck with you on that one. But you know his dad. You know the. Uh, yeah, I know the story. The airport is named after Barack Obama. Yeah, yeah. But the, the Chinese... Because he's a goddamn terrorist. <laughs> <laughs> but, Dude, my family but, believes that shit. I just had to throw it in there. But, but look, um, the, the, the Chinese actually run their airport. Yeah. Did you know that too? I did not know that. So Kenya, and now look, I don't know how America, America's probably just too powerful in Asia and the Chinese is like, we don't, want, we don't want nothing to do with you guys. It's not a pain. So Kenya owes China so much money, Rocky, uh-huh. that China came back and was like, yo, you guys, you guys like, there's no way you guys would pay us back this much money when you guys are averaging about this much. And Kenya is actually somewhat of a decent country. I wouldn't say third third world, but it's third. So it's better off than it's, Somalia it's is? It's better off than Somalia, yeah. They got, they got more medical care. Now between Kenya and uh, Ethiopia, which one's better off there or the body, body equal? Shit, Ethiopia is going through a civil war right now. I, I think Somalia is better off than but Abbey oh, okay. Sababa, yeah, Abbey Sababa is good, but certain parts in Ethiopia right now aren't good. Uh-huh. Um, but I would say the hometown is still good. Okay, um, now let's, I'm bringing the conversation, I, we're going off small branches, yeah. which is fine. I just want to get back to the reason why you went over to help out your uncle the farm and, and you know, his, so the farm, his son, distribution center, s- so system. That's that's what we're trying to do right now. We got, yeah. the, we got the farm, we got the, I don't know the word in English, but it's like a motor. Okay. Maybe you can help me out. So it's a motor, and we got this motor. It was like a like a combustion dollars. engine or an or like electric engine. It's this big old tube that's hooked up to like a little generator. Uh-huh. And what this tube does is we have a tube, right? That yeah. It's on the side of that, and we have that tube in the river. So it sucks the water from the river into this big metal tube thing. So a pump. Pump. Okay. Water pump. Is yeah. That what they call it. Maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Water pump. My pressure washer is a pump that turns it into high pressure. High pressure. But it's still a pump. Yeah, it's yeah. a pump. So it brings the water from the lake, like you just put it yeah. in there, into your little generator. Into and that's how chair. he waters his... And that's how we've been doing it. Okay. So that's how we're watering the... The, uh, the farm the farm. We have a line, like a little hole that, you know, it's like a cross that goes... It'll go everywhere in the, in the farm. Like it's buried or laying on top or? No, it's just we digged it up. Mm-hmm. So we digged up a hole. A trench. A trench, yep. Put the so, pipe in there. No, the pipe just no. spews the water from oh, okay. one location. Into the trench and then and distributes from the there. Trench. I yep. see, yeah. And then the trenches just divide out. Oh, okay. <laughs> They're like some run right, some run left. The other one goes all the way straight. So all the way So down. nothing like a family tree in West Virginia. That's an incest joke. No. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen any incest. <laughs> no, no, stay this lane. This lane? Yeah, stay over here. Sorry, yeah, the, the, the uh, incest in West Virginia is their family trees do not branch. Ha ha ha, you know? Really? That's no, 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 I mean, it's not as bad as the joke, oh, you know what I mean? But it's known for that, you know? <laughs> no. West Virginia is like northern Alabama. Wow. I mean, they got more teeth than I do, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, a toddler has more teeth than you, right? 
But yeah, man, so we got that. So that's the watering system, right? Yeah. And then um, the other spots, so we have like smaller acres, like one that's two acres, the other one is about an acre and a half. And Are these really, like in flat areas, yeah, hillsides? Yeah, yeah, okay. And what happened, my, one of the funniest stories, like I actually had to go and try to get some legal help in Somalia, which is very hard to do again. Mm -hmm. You have to, legal help over there is you have to get the village elders together. Oh, okay. That's your judge, the jurors, <laughs> the lawyers, <laughs> everything. <laughs> huh. So we bought this land, well, my mom did. I was still young when she bought it. Um, I was in school probably like 2009. Mm -hmm. She bought a land, it was an acre and a half, almost close, like 1.78 acres, right? Yeah. Dude, we go there, and I guess a lot of people at that time were buying land. So, but people, some people started building their properties earlier than my mom. Right. You know, we were younger, nobody was working, it was just her and dad. Um, but now that we grew up, you know, I got brothers and sisters, we're all working, I'm working, making good money. We all want to go back and build the land. So, one of the funny things that happened to me is when we went there, dude, the one guy was like, you don't even own this land. And I'm like, my mom owns this land. And I had to call my mom here. That was one of the first things that happened. Like I had to fly her out in a heartbeat because they wanted her there. Um, and then we found out that the people that built right next to my mom took some of her space. They expanded their, like they pushed their walls a little bit into our land. Okay. So they took up, and, and <coughs> not just them, not, not the family to the right, but the family straight across from us did the same thing. They built a little bit into our land and we're building before the family to the right. So the way they figured it out was the other family to the right got paid, the two families paid them, and we built into their land. Okay. See what I mean? Yeah. So that's kind of the way they negotiated it. And I'm like, fine, but like, that's fucked up. <laughs> so you know how it is over there. It's just come through. It's first come, first serve. If you get caught, okay, we'll try to, what do you want? Like, we'll, we'll try to work with you. Um, <coughs> but we were, so it's in the process now. We're building two of those sorry guys you're building two of what uh the two so 19 acres that's the farm right and yeah. then the farm is going to make them the farm is going to sustain that little part that city i will be the highest out of the money maker for that city i i believe it how big is the city population um Oh man, it's hard to say. Oh really? Yeah, it's hard to say because when I was there, I mean, people just rebuilt their homes. The water, the water company that I thought we used to own, we don't own it anymore. Mm -hmm. Like it is just everything is just expanded. Even though they're still on <coughs> our property, we just get a little bit of kickback from whatever they sell uh -huh. at the end of the year. We don't own is there indoor plumbing most yep. everywhere or what? They have toilets. Oh man, that's a new one. Yeah. <laughs> when new I was as back in, home, like I how how new? That's after me, after 2003. Yeah. 2002, around the time I was leaving. No toilets. No toilets. And we were, we were. And here we are, 19 years later. Now they got toilets. They got they got toilets. Somewhere between there, they had toilets, right? Yeah. Okay. And and people figured out, okay, instead of squatting and shitting in this deep deep hole and now the toilets are commonplace or no like say that is, that, is toilets commonplace now or is it 
more privileged people amongst this Molly group. More privileged. Really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, chances are, if you're still living in the rural areas, uh huh, you don't have toilets. You're still squatting and taking a shit. Right. Um, but and and that's what surprised me because even though we were well off when I was being raised over there, mm -hmm. I don't remember us having toilets. Like I remember us having a bathroom and it was all enclosed and blocked off. And we knew that was the bathroom, but it was just had a hole. And that's where we would go and use the restroom. And like a couple feet away would be the showers. <coughs> now they blocked it. They shut that. Like they put something on that. So it's 270 West. Keep going straight. You have to hop over one lane. And so there's a, oh, I'll just forgot the word where the drainage goes into. Septic system? You got septic systems or anything like that? Yep. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. So I think what they really did was they just put the plumbing into the hole that they were already shitting in, mm -hmm. cleaned that out, and put the toilet on top of that hole. Oh, okay. Covered it up. So so it's, okay, like, so instead of the, the hole, hole you got a hole with the chair. Yep. Right? Yeah, okay. I got now. you. So it's, it's, it's like, wow, hmm. that's nice. Hmm. I was like, that. this this is awesome. I, I really like that. And uh, that's what we're going to do for all the other homes we're going to build. It's a main thing because all the little kids now, my younger siblings, they need to have toilets and showers. That's one of their fear. Like, we don't want to go to Somalia. Well, why? They don't even have toilets, Abdul. Yeah. Where are we going to shit? Well, you got to squat. A lot of them can't even squat. <laughs> now, is uh, uh, property ownership a common thing? Yes. That's what I would assume. Back home is a common thing. Um, the more properties you own, it just shows that, hey, this guy got money. Yeah. Um, you get a lot more respect in town. Um, you really have, you, you have leverage mm -hmm. some kind of things. Like if you're running low on meat, you go over to the butcher and be like, man, give me a half a pound of this, this, and that. Mm -hmm. You know I live over there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's just like, oh, okay, yeah, and I walk by your house all the time. I'll come back and pick up the money later. Right. Like you're just good for it. Yeah. Um, so it's that makes kinda, sense. Yeah, so it's kind of like your your upper class. People know you. Mm -hmm. Kind of like how you're at Kurtzville, man. I'm sure yeah. they know you. Oh yeah, I got credit everywhere I'm Credit. Been. I'm yeah. telling you. If, if you if you fucking hit a light pole and everybody be, and you'd be like, oh, I hit it, they probably be like, oh, it's okay, Rocky. Yeah, I you know what I mean. I guarantee that happened. <laughs> <laughs> <I> guarantee. <laughs> so it's kind of like that. All right. Um, so what else I, did you when you were there? You helped with the farm some. You you you, you pitched it in a few times. Pitched in a few times, yeah, mm -hmm. more than a few times. But I wasn't cut out for the job. Um, I, I had some of that. American so what was your day to day when you weren't working so on the farm? So day to day when I was when I wasn't working or helping out in the farm, I'd wake up. Um, I'd go. To the nearest IHOP? I'm just kidding. No, I'm not, I'm just kidding. I wish. I'd love to be like, some turkey bacon, some waffles, some pancakes, a little bit of scrambled eggs and cheese, lemonade. <laughs> no, no, yeah. no, no. It was, you get up. I mean, okay, now paint, paint me the, the picture of the house. Like, is there electric? You got gas stove? Yes. Tell yes. me about that stuff. In this part where I was, there was electric. We had toilets. No. So everything was good. We had fly fly. Hot water heater. You were able to call me. I had my phone over there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Call that same number. You had to change your SIM card, ain't that right? Yes. Okay, so yep. I thought. Okay. Yep. 
you have to get onto their network. But mm -hmm. Metro PCS is still charging. Over here, you, over here, you can buy like a cricket phone. Over there, you can buy a donkey phone. <laughs> yes, yes. That's about right. And when they ring, it's ew, ew, yeah, I get it, I get it. All right, so you got you got electric, you got running water, you got. So yeah, but one of the weeks I went to the rural, rural area where I grew up. Remember, I used yeah. to tell you I grew up. I used to be a shepherd uh -huh. when I grew up. So I went down there, man, and everything is tore up, like. The houses just need to be mudded up, put some new sticks up, because mm -hmm. that's a hut hut. Yeah. In the rural, you live in the hut. Like legit. Like legit. Okay. Like you need. As you imagine, it's as that. As you yeah. imagine on if you've ever seen. No, no, no. I can imagine that. Just give me a size. What's a, what's a hut size? A hut size. So. Size of a swimming pool, kind of a thing, like round wise. You mean? I'll give you a perfect description. Have All right. See, like when you're on the highway, you've probably seen them. They're kind of like tents. But that's where people go to seek shelter in case, like people on the road, like if they're driving, they'll go there, run over there for shelter. But every state has them. You'll see them on the Ohio Turnpike. It's like a nice hut. It's like oh, big. okay. It's yeah. like a shed. It looks like that, but way less materials. This one is just the one back home is mud and sticks. This one actually got installation. And mm -hmm. Like <laughs> they got a roof. <laughs> huh. That one don't. No, that one is just for roof. You use the hay. Okay. Hay, mud, more mud, more hay. How often does that replace or does it just stay there? Well, if you don't replace it, you have to keep up with it. And, and that's one of the things, like, when I went back, I've seen a lot of the ones were just left alone. Like, we used to have four or five huts, just in the little section we used to live in. Mm -hmm. And now, most of those were, like, gone. Like, people weren't, you know, they didn't have any cows, any goats, like, any animals because... I guess there's a drop that happened there, and most of the people just flee that side of that part of the town. Right. So it's just no man's land now. But I still went back to kind of try to remember, oh, so here's where we used to live. This is where the cattle used to be. And like, I seen it all. Like everything was exactly the same, but just abandoned. It just needed revived. Huh. So I went over to a little town about 15 miles down the road. Um, from that town where I grew up in, and I used to do all the shepherding and stuff, mm -hmm. closer to the river, and people did live there. A little bit of livestock. Yeah, yeah like some families, they'll have two or three goats, um, one or two cows. Not, not as much as I used to remember. Back in the day, it was like everybody had like 100 cows, goats. Did it, did it hit you looking at that, thinking when I was a kid, I was privileged as compared to? Yes. Even in the, you know, yeah. Even though I yeah. am, I, I'm not as privileged as I am when I'm here. Right, right, right. I was well off. You didn't realize how good you had it. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Now when you went, you're like, oh, you only got three goats. Yeah. Ah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay, that makes sense and, to and, me. And, um, like, people are afraid now. Like, they're, they don't go out and go shepherding. Like, when I used to go shepherding, it was six-year-olds who would do it, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, parents would trust their six-year-olds, seven-year-olds to go take the cow to the river drink up and then bring them back. Now it's just, I guess, people have been being abducted. So, like, uh -huh. they don't allow kids to go to and take. Even adults are afraid to go out a certain time. Right. So everything, uh, by sunset, everything has to be wrapping up. Uh, but that's what got me, man. Um, In those communities, what's the distance to get to the nearest water hole or pond or whatever for the cattle, for the goat? 
Like seven, six miles, six, seven miles. Woo! It's a good walk. Wow! It's a good walk. And along, is the, it, is and along it? the way, you could tell too, like that's kind of made their own trail. Yeah. You can tell people on there every single day. Now, is this like a government land to travel there, or is it just private property that no one cares to nobody walk through cares. it? Nobody okay. owns it, nobody cares. Now, is it not feasible for a family to move closer to the water? It is. It's feasible. It's feasible, but... What's the, what's the stop, what stops them from making an easier life for The crocodiles. Oh, no shit. Okay, I wasn't aware of the crocodiles there. Crocodiles. Okay. You got those crocodiles, man, and... Those abductions don't come back. Yeah. <laughs> Ouch. Ouch. And yeah. If, even if they get a hold of one of your pets or animals, like imagine they, and, and crocodiles are smart, and they can stay out of water for up to, I think, like seven hours or something. So like if they come out to chill outside of water, yeah. if you live right next to the water, chances are they'll probably maneuver, come to your house, see what there's to I eat. see. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like they'll walk over. Like yeah, you can't afford to lose one out of the three goats. No, that's what I'm saying. That's a major you loss. You can't afford to lose your four chickens you got. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. So, a lot of them stay away from the water for that reason. But every day they go down to the water. They don't care about the crocodiles. Hmm. At the end of the day, they'll go get water. They'll get water for their animals. Um, now, is this standing water or is it flowing water? Flow. Okay. It's flowing and it's murky. Flowing, muddy, water's orange. Uh huh. Like that color, yellow, orange. I don't know. Is it because of like clay or something? The sand. Sand. Yeah, the, the, the sand over there is red. You'll need to be in the right lane up here, by the way. So, how big is this waterway? Would you say? Oh man, it runs into the Nile River. That river? I mean, how wide is it in the area where people would go to with their animals? Oh, it's not, it's not that wide. No? It's not that wide. It's like... I've seen a pack before. Like, some people sometimes have to wait. Uh-huh. There are cattle. Sometimes the cattle don't even care. Like, so you'll just see the shepherds just standing around talking to each other and all the animals are drinking. Oh, okay. And it's just like... And it's a single fine line you'll have. Horses, donkeys, right. cows, goats, camels, just all in the line. Mm -hmm. All of them just drinking God's water. <laughs> it's, it's a beautiful sight, actually. It's, it's relaxing. Did you take show. any photos of that stuff? Um, no, man. Yeah. No photos. Um, Is that almost taboo, is taking video photos amongst those kinds of people? They, they don't like they don't like being pictured. Yeah, I wouldn't imagine. Um, because I feel like insecurities, a lot of them believe they don't look good on camera. At is that what from, it is? At least from what I'm understanding. I would assume it'd be more like you're uh, taking part of my soul or, you know what I mean? Right. Some uneducated understanding of a camera, you know what I mean? But maybe I'm wrong there. Okay. But, like, if you tell them, hey, you know, I'm going to film you, some of them don't care. The younger people don't care. The older people seem to care. Yeah. Um... They just don't want nothing to do with what you got going on. Like yeah, this. Nathan perceives that as a threat. Yeah. He does. Yeah. Nate? Like, yeah. Really? Yeah. He, he, don't put me on camera. All right. I can't get him to hold a camera to point at me. <laughs> really? Yeah. 
That's why I got hooked up on body cameras and stuff. I'm afraid of talking at cameras uh -huh. right now. Yeah. Like, you'll probably edit this video and I'll be like, Rocky, it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what I mean? But I'm okay. Like, I'll talk and share stories, but... Well, you know me. I'm not out to exploit you yeah, in any yeah. way. Oh, I'll yeah. give you first copy and first oh, dibs. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I trust you. We yeah. did a video together, remember? Yeah, I still got it. <laughs> it you told me to delete it, but I still got it. Delete it, yep. <laughs> of course. And just no one's ever listened to it other than you or you and I. Mm -hmm. Or with your family. Like, I don't mind sharing with you. No, no, they don't need to hear nothing. <laughs> they can hear what Dad's got to say. I, ta I take these kinds of things pretty serious. I, you know what I mean? I don't want to fuck somebody over if you're going to trust me with your yeah. audio and video. Right. You're not going to want me to fuck you over. Right. Man, you, you'd make, you'd be, I would love to take you to Somalia, man. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm on one month trip. Yeah, that's a, that's an investment, Baron. If you're, dude, I'll pay for it. <laughs> it ain't bad, it's my bills. <laughs> and, oh, man. Rocky, by now you got, you should have like three bags. <laughs> I do, but. You, you, you're, you're like stacked. You're one of the only people that I can confidently say. Now, he probably doesn't even have to worry about this whole year. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's not worth the rest of the year. Like, that's not, I, I believe that. Cause, you know, sometimes you see how hard people work and you just know, okay, this person's got that kind of money. Mm -hmm. Like, you just know. Like me, I can afford to make no money for seven months. Yeah. All the bills will pay for back home. Like here. Yeah. Like my mortgage is paid every month. My car insurance that I wasn't even fucking driving was being paid for. They planned that out until like it was too late. <laughs> oh, okay. I was heated. I was like, I can't believe I did that. Hmm. I should have called travelers from Somalia like, hey, cancel everything. <laughs> but yeah, man, I paid for it and the automatically renewed. So I just kept paying, kept paying. Oh, okay. Um, then, then, um, I mean, I only spent like five thousand. I was only using about a thousand a month hmm. uh, back there, and that was me splurging, man. Yeah. Eating two, three times a day. When I was in the city, I'd go to the hotels to eat because I sometimes couldn't even wait for home cooked meals because everybody was just so behind schedule. Let's talk about that more. What month did you go to Smalley? So I left. So I was here. I left when Joe Biden was going in the office, right? That was like November. November 27th, I was still here. Mm-hmm. Um, we left December 11th. I think it was... When I left, it was December 11th. And then the rest of my family just kept following it. <laughs> but I was one of the first ones to go because I wanted to go stop in Turkey. And the main reason I went to Turkey get a quote because I'm trying to get a veneers. Mm -hmm. You will love this. Whole set of new teeth, brand new, for five thousand. Yeah. Think about that, Rocky. <laughs> Why? What's wrong with your teeth? I just want to change them. I want to get the Hollywood spot. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Did you ever hear your fucking image? <laughs> <laughs> hey man. I smile a lot, so I figured why not have yeah. a Hollywood smile. Hollywood smile. Now when people look out my mouth, they'd be like, wow. Alright, so December, you, you you leave the United States. Yep, went to Turkey, stayed in Turkey for about a week. Turkey's a huge place. Yeah. Very huge. Kind of like America. Yeah. Um, a little bit cheaper when it comes to 
medical. So I, I found out a lot of the celebrities here in America, or in Europe, some of them will travel to Turkey to get like breast implants, like for the females. Um, Hollywood Smile. Huh? Hollywood Smile. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hollywood, they would go there and do Hollywood Smile. Um, they even told me that the doctor, he said, uh, we can give you, he told me he can give me fake abs, dude. I was laughing. Dude, I've like, seen people with those, and it's hilariously like, stupid. I was like, fake abs? I was like, so wait, you're going to just inject lipo? Like, the thing, that's what he said. The thing, you know, you put in the women's boobs? Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. So, so what is it, silicone? Or yeah, silicone. He was like, yeah, I put that in your stomach. I was like, wow. He said, yep, I'm going to give you six. I'm going to have six abs. He said, I can even put some of that on your biceps. No, sir. <laughs> I was like, I don't need that. I'm good. Um, and then I went to Kenya, because that's where you got to land into, mm -hmm. and then you take a little charter flight from Kenya to Somalia. When you say a little charter flight, how many people can fit? Uh, about 20 people. Oh, okay. Like, like yeah, 20, like a little private jet, mm -hmm. not as, you can tell it's beat down, mm -hmm. you know, ripped up seats. It's just to get you from point A to point B. And around that time, man, I was so scared because that was around the time a lot of these airplanes were having engine failures. Oh, yeah? And in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, how safe is this airplane? <laughs> just going on a bus or flying, and I just wanted to get there as quickly as possible. So I just said, you know what, I'm going to fly. Oh, and that's the other thing. Um, they're carrying some things they shouldn't carry in the airplane. Mm -hmm. um, it is kind of obvious because you can smell it. Oh, okay. So it's like, okay. Yeah, I'm like, Sir, can I see your eyes? Okay, they're not really <laughs> good. Oh, oh, what you been doing, co-pilot? <laughs> so, like, you can just tell they have... How illegal is those things there? Not illegal at all. But you can't be carrying that much. You can't travel you or can't, have that much, you right? You can't fly from Kenya into Somalia with that. I can tell you that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Kenyans won't allow you to do it. Somali, meh. They yeah. probably won't care. <laughs> they probably see, oh, okay, $500. No, okay. mine. Okay. Go, go, go. Next airplane. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, it's just kind of that kind of deal. Over there, you can, the more money you have, you have leverage. Mm -hmm. um, dude, there's a you guy on YouTube that went to Somalia, and he even talked about that. He he said, yeah, man, everything here is pay to play. Yeah. Pay to play. And, um, me, I try to, when I went back home, that's one of the first things I try to do is become friends with the kids. Mm -hmm. It's amazing because over there, the kids kind of know a lot more than the adults do. Um, so they can like, get you up to speed. Like, hey, this is going on. Like, they even showed me a movie theater. It was crazy. Like, over there, movie theaters, you're not allowed to go to movie theaters. Like, it's frowned upon. Yeah. Because they feel like it, it messes with your mind and like, it shows you a different way of mm -hmm. living. Like, you watch movies and all of a sudden you feel like you have to live that way. Yeah. So that's one of the main reasons people don't go to the movie theaters over there. But they did have a movie theater. And the kids were like, are you gonna go in? Like they were all surprised. They all like just kind of stopped at the door. And I'm like, well, I want to check it out. Right. Like, you know? Yeah. I'm like, I'm about to go in. And I went in and next thing you know, they're fucking playing. Um, what are they playing? I think they were playing bad boys. Like the first one, Bad Boys 1 is what's on the screen. And yeah. I could see it. I mean, it was, it was kind of semi what good quality, mm -hmm. but you could tell they were playing it from like a computer. Oh, okay. So it was like a pull down, 
projector on the wall, the projector was hooked up to the computer. If you look in the computer, the movie's playing on the desktop. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, wow. And I talked to the guy, so how much do you charge? It was like 50 cents to watch the movie. And they would just have movies rolling, 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 rolling. It's just, you don't know. It's not like here where you look forward to a movie. Like right now, Mortal Kombat, the movie came out in the United States. They're not going to get that. Uh -huh. Until it comes on available on whatever website that did this work. Oh, okay. So it's kind of like they just watch free movies <laughs> that we see on FX or whatever cable channel we have every yeah. single day. Once. But for there, you pay 50 cents to see it because it's just not a lot of people who watch American movies. Right. So yeah, man, I ended up buying everybody 50 cent tickets and we all, but there's no popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> you don't get, you know, you're not spoiled like you are over here. Is there anything at all? Nothing, you just. Is there a bottle of water? If you want, you can bring your own. Yeah. You're just there to watch movies. Oh, wow. They're just going to give you a movie, place to sit. <laughs> huh. Restroom? Yep. They yeah. have a restroom. Uh, so I just bought, it was four kids that were with me, so I bought them that. And the first week, I just I befriended those kids, man, and they were a whole lot younger than me. But I figured, like, okay, 12, 13, mm -hmm. this, this, you know, what I would have been doing when I'm 12, 13, and, you know, they're you just tell, like, these kids don't got nothing to do. The first day they saw me, they were like, nice shoes. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. Get no, him, get him, no. get him. <laughs> this time, I didn't get that. The first time, yeah. they tried to rob me. Like the first time I went back, which was like 2013, yeah. I graduated. That was a different story. Then it was a totally different story. It was in the state of mm -hmm. But now these kids weren't trying to rob me or anything. They're just like nice shoes. And they're all kind of hanging out by the brick wall. And I just walked by them. Yeah, man, thanks. And you know, of course, I had these shades on. Yeah. So they're like, they're just kind of like, what the fuck is this guy? What the fuck is this guy? My name is Barack Obama. <laughs> they knew, bro, they knew I was from America. Yeah. So, and then the same kid that I'm telling you, he asked me if I could marry his older sister. And I never just laughed. He's a good kid, man. I really yeah. like that kid. Huh. Uh, he, he, I befriended him quick because I found out he's the one that was more talkative. Mm. And I'm like, man, this is it. This is my right hand man while I'm here. <laughs> so I start asking him, I'm like, First thing I asked him, I'm not gonna lie, Rocky. Mm -hmm. Might have to turn this up. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's the <laughs>
I never felt so like secure. I was like, <laughs> I just felt happy, and I, I was, I told the kid, I gave him like five bucks. I was like, just throw me, man, get whatever you need. I'm gonna come join you. I'm gonna talk to these old people. So they're all sitting here with their pipes, you know, they're doing hookah, they're smoking cigars, they're not drinking, but they're smoking a shit ton of reefer, mm. right? Man, I mean a shit ton, you can just, and, and, and it's not the best best, because I've I, I smoked and I'm like, oh, okay, but it's theirs, you know, and they're yeah. proud of it. <laughs> So, and I, and I start interviewing these kids, like, hey, so, like, why are you, everybody's asking me, why are you here, like, did your parents uh, disown you, too? And what I figured out is most of those kids that were there had parents here in the United States that were well off, but they sent them back for culture shock because those kids were losing their minds here in America. So they just sent them back home, like, you know what, get your mind together, because you're fucking, you're going to jail in America, that's not why we brought you here. You're not going to school, you're doing drugs, just go back home, do all of that there kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Um, so most of them were there because of that. And they're asking me, so you came here on your own? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so you can leave today? I'm like, yeah, dude. I, I'm cool, like, I'm legit. They're like, yeah, man, my mom brought me here and went back with my passport. I'm like, really? That's cutthroat. Wow. <laughs> so, you know, I, I get to know these kids, and me and my little 13-year-old friend end up leaving. And, it, and it's and it's great too because he he partake he partook in that too yeah. like he I'm like wow this is the coolest 13 year old <laughs> I, I had to tell that to my little brother who's also 14 when I came back I was like dude you're not you're no fun like you're just a lame kid I was like you're lame all you do is watch the movie and play video games goddamn American right I was like goddamn American <laughs> but yeah man that 13 year old there was he was doing everything he was smoking and he was just Dude, he even knew where to get the prostitutes. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't ask him about that, but you know, he, he brought it up along yeah. the way. He was like, oh, like he made a joke out of it. Like, next, are you going to ask me about the women next? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, look at this kid. I'm like, he's taking 10 steps ahead. Yeah. I, I was like, no, man, I got some women here. I'm like, no, but I don't want, I don't want no prostitutes, buddy. And, uh, but yeah, man, every day, every day I'd walk out the house. Some days he'd come and knock on our gate. He'd be like, wake up, wake up. Like, I could hear him. He'd be on the other side of the gate. Every day he was there. And me and him would just roam around the city. Walk, walk. I even showed him where we were building the farm. And I told him whenever he wanted a job, he could always go there. Um, but the next day, so the first day it was just Kevin and his friends, I met him. The second day it was just him. He showed me to the hotel. We hung out. He showed me the movie theaters. We hung out more with his friends. Um, and then the third day, it, it, it just kids, the groups kept getting bigger and bigger. <laughs> At this point, it's like, I felt like they, I felt like I was being boosted off, but I really didn't care because I had more than enough for all of us at all times. So it's just like, it's, it's five people. The next thing you know, it's eight people. And it's like 10 people. And then that's when I started to realize, I'm like, oh shit. I'm like, I need, I need to put a cap to this. Like, I'm like, yo, like, <laughs> buddy. I'm like, next time. So I pull them to the side and I was like, yo, just bring them. Four of your coolest friends. And just tell them to not even bring their cousins. Like, <laughs> we're good. You know, this is, we're going to have fun. And he was like, all right. So that's the way we get it. But every once in a while, man, on Fridays, I just tell them, you know what? Bring everybody out. Bring, I'll tell them, bring as many people as you can. And we would all play soccer. So it'd be like 20, 30 people that would show up. 
and on bike. So back home, the way they make ice cream is they mix the it's ghetto as hell, but I love it. <laughs> so they mix like their drink, right? So it's a powder drink. It's regular orange or watermelon or mango powder drink. Okay, they put sugar in the can and in the little um, bucket. They add cold water. They add a little bit of ice, and then they just whisking it, whisking it, whisking it, whisking it, whisking it. They taste it. Okay, tastes good, nice and sweet. They put it into like Ziploc bags, and then they freeze it. Oh wow! Yeah, I was like interesting. <laughs> so that was ice cream. So, um, and then I, once I figured that that's what they would do, man, I just, and uh, when I first went there, they had like two or three flavors. It was like watermelon or mango. And I asked the dude, I was like, where do you get your flavors? And he's like, oh man, I have to order them. They, they get them from uh, Los Arso, which was the same city I just came from. It's about like four or five hour drive, right? Right. And I'm like, oh wow, that's where you get them. I was like, okay. So when that same guy that dropped me into my city came back with his little raggedy ass truck I got I gave him 50 bucks and I was like hey man you need to grab this this and I gave him all the flavors I was like bring that back to me on your way back he was like okay and he did so I took that to the guy who makes the ice cream and I was like man for the remainder of my trip I want everybody and all of these kids we just want to get a free ice cream every day right like if we come up to you don't charge us just like I did this out of the kindness of my heart, so just mix it up, sell what you can sell, but at least give away eight or nine for free per day. Yeah. He was cool with it. So every day, man, we, like when the kids would come out and play soccer like that, the guy would pull up with his little, he had a little thing, he pulled her, like pushed around the ice cream guy, yeah. and like that was like his freezer, I assume. He'd come and push it to the soccer place where we played soccer, and he'd just put it on the side, and I mean, he was giving them out, man. Yeah. Ice cream, ice cream, and they loved it. Like the little kids loved it. Like they're two, three-year-old there. They just came for the ice cream. Wow. So I felt good knowing that, you know, wow, like that's cool. Like little shit like that is what kids back there need. But kids over here take for granted. Yeah. Like my brother. Well, we don't want to eat that doll that's been in the fridge for two days. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> and I know you probably have the same issue. Friday nights, everybody just gets together, 
I know my mom used to cook. Well, my mom did cook. She had the people who were helping us around the house cook. And like, they would bring food over there, so we'd have free food. And she, I'm like, she came out one day, she's like, oh, so this is what my son has been up to lately. And I you know she saw me, and I was like, yeah, you know, like, this is my vacation, and then this is, you know, I came here to do some, like, I told her, like, I'm going to rebuild. I'm going to. This is my vacation. I came here. No, I was like, yeah, yeah. I was like, this is my vacation and I came here. But I told her, she was like, oh, why are you doing this for the kids? And I was like, four or five years from now, these kids, I want these kids to be the backbone of whatever farm business we got going on, whatever pharmacy business we got going on. I was like, these are going to be my soldiers on the ground. So I better show them love when I'm here so, you know, they get familiarize themselves with my face. Right. So like it's just, yo, that's a duels, you know, business. You know we'll be taken care of. Like they're gonna go to work every single day. Right. Every month they're gonna get paid. So and that's what I was telling them. I was gaming these kids up. I'm like, man, I came here to do X, Y, and Z. You're this year you're how years old how old are you? And one of the kids would be like, I'm fourteen now. I'd be like, by the time you're eighteen, you're gonna be running this shit, dude. Yeah. I was like, I'm gonna make sure you guys have all the money. I was like, you guys will have anything. Like, I'll make sure they have the transportation. So that's one of the things we talked about. I was going to get them little motorcycles. And uh, that's what one of the kids actually wanted to do. He's like, and, and that was his idea. Dude, he was 13. Can you believe it? And, and this is the way he's thinking. He's like, oh, you know, right now there's a need. They call him, uh, man, I forgot, Majaj or something. Right? They call him, they got a name for him, right? But it's like a motorcycle taxi, kind of like, have you seen in India? They have like a dude driving a motorcycle, but in the back it's covered up. Oh, like okay, yeah, yeah. Sit. You've probably seen those here yeah. in America. <laughs> so, he was like, we need those here in this city. And I was like, dude, and, and like, they have some in the city, but you can tell there's very few, six or seven. And that's what I was telling them. I was like, you know what? I'm going to, when I go back to America, and I'm really, I mean it, Rock. Like right now, one of the reasons why I'm back on this truck, I'm back, I'm just back to hustling in general is I'm saving up like 600 a month to try and kickstart that for them. How much will it cost? Like a thousand. Okay. Cheap as shit. Cheap as shit, dude. A thousand to like put the whole thing together too. So Bobby's like, 800 for the motorcycle itself, right? And then 200 to put the cover on it in the back seat so two people can sit. Yeah. So, I told him that that I'd put, and that's what I would do for them. And he was like, man, how fast? And some of them right now, because I added them on WhatsApp, they're like, every day, how are you doing, man? Is everything good? And they're telling me, the farm's looking good. It's looking green. And I'm like, yeah, man, keep an eye on it. And I told my uncle, like, hey, these come out, these kids come out, and they're willing to work, and they want to help work, give them something to do. Yeah. Like, for all I care, give them a hatchet and tell them to chop all the trees in your area. Yeah, like, I don't care. They want to work, give them something to do, because that, that gives them that drive. Right. Oh, okay. This is how I'm going to get out of the shithole. I'm just going to work my ass off. And for the longest, that's what I believed in. Yeah. And I got out the goddamn shithole. But to begin with, I wasn't even in a shithole. I was more privileged than that. Yeah. So, I felt like I was in a shithole. Uh, but I really wasn't. So I can be a motivator. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and really, that's what I want. Um, that's the other thing. They just, uh, we ordered a chalkboard. So, the 
Are guns coming in place? Um, yeah, everybody has guns over there. Yeah. The one kid had a little shank. Okay. My, my buddy. <laughs> uh, his name was Musa. Yeah? He had a little strap to his wow. little shank. Sharp as shit. He'd bring it out. Little 13-year-old. <laughs> you can look at yourself with it. It's an extra mirror. I didn't have anything. He's my bodyguard. I used to tell him, like, if anybody <laughs> tries to fuck with me, you better act. He's yeah. like, I got you, buddy. He's like, you know, he's a, he was a good kid, man. I already miss him. Like, I, I developed a bond with that kid. Oh, yeah. Like, when I was leaving, I felt bad. It's like, damn. And I know they felt bad, too, because right before I left, they knew I was leaving because uh, I was packing up. I was doing a lot more shopping. I was buying luggage. So they kind of got a feeling, but I told them, like, that last week before we went, man, we went to the river, we swam, we did all kinds of things. We we had, we ate out every single day. I made sure they ate something new every day, like pizza. Like, the hotels have pizza, but it's not a usual thing over there. Like, here, we're sick and tired of pizza. Yeah. <laughs> but back there, it's like, it's like, it's a real treat. Yeah, it's like a real, real treat. So, like, last year, yeah, yeah, man. So I would take them out to the hotels and I rented out the hotel for like the whole week, man. I told them they can come in and stay in the hotel, eat as they want. They even brought their families with them. So it was, it was nice. That was probably the highest ticket I paid. It was like 2000 for all of that. But that was the most expensive thing I did there. My so last week. What's the uh, family situation like there? Is it, is it, is it common for mother and father to be together? For a very long time, yes. Um, even if mother and father are separated, it's still, like, they take care of one another. Of one another. Even if mother and father are divorced, yeah. it's still a tight bond. They still communicate. They still take care of one another uh, because of their kids. How are marriages regulated through the church or through the government? Um, through, through a church. Yeah. You gotta have a pastor, a couple witnesses from your family, a couple witnesses from their family see you guys except I do. That's it. You guys want a divorce? The guy or the woman, whoever's at, wants the divorce. So let's say it's the female. If the girl wants to divorce, you'll call her um, the, her male relatives and her family. So like her brother or her uncle or her dad if he's alive and say, hey dad, I'm done with this asshole. If it's the guy that wants to divorce, he will call her dad, her mom, not her dad, or he'll talk to her dad. If he's not alive, he'll talk to her uncle. If he's not alive, someone, it'll be the brother. You know what I mean? Sounds controversial. Huh? That sounds controversial. What? Sounds like it's almost like Jerry Springer. You not mean, really, like, man. It, it's all yeah. under. It's all in-house. It's understood. It's, no, it's understood. Oh, okay. it's, it's no child support. It's no, give me 500 a month. I'm taking the kids in the house like they do here. <laughs> yeah, it's not like that. It's not like that. It's okay. You want to divorce me? Okay. What do you want to do with the kids? You want the kids to live with you because they you think you they have a better life with you? Okay. You take the kids. I, I can come visit my kids anytime I want. Okay. Yes. Um, if the, so if the guy, most of the time, is the mom that stays with the kids because moms, you know how moms are. They always yeah. got to have their kids. And sometimes the kids want the moms. So it's just like, me, personally, if my parents got divorced at a young age, I'd stick with my mom. Me personally, right? Yeah. Because I feel like mom carried them nine months. Mom probably showed them how to do their first walk. Mom gave them their first piece yeah. of real meat, you know, to bite. So it's like, I'm sticking with mom. But, and then most of the time that's the case, but the guy still pays into the wife. 
kind of like here. It's not. It's not like somebody, right. It's not like somebody is holding the gun, like the government is saying you have to do this, but he'll still do it. Because it's but it's part of the culture of college. That's what you do. Yeah, you don't. You don't just walk away from your kids. You pay them. If, I, if, not, if you do, that might be a visit from the uncle involved. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or man, sometimes they're deadbeats. Yeah. If they're deadbeats. What can you do? You just gotta walk away from right. so many deadbeats. You know. situations over there are kept in-house. If, if somebody in the family kills somebody else in another family, the family's not going to run to the cops. Oh my god, they killed my son. Friends are going to try and talk it out. My son killed your son. I'm very, very sorry. The good book says, eye for an eye. I can kill my son right now, but I, I don't want to kill my son. I'm sorry that you lost your son. But you know, it's, it's a talk out. And then eventually you would have to pay what's called blood money. It's a lot of money. <laughs> so for years and years, you have to be... Oh, so you replace that person by financial... By, not, by, by helping out. Not, yeah. That family can call you and be like, Hey, we're moving tomorrow. We need a, we're an extra man down. We need you. You're going to get you and your little kiddos and you're going to go over there and pick up some boxes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. your fucking kid just killed their kid. Yeah. Um, so they talk it out. Um, some families just settle for financial, so they say, okay, man, like, this guy, I, I killed him, he had a wife and kid, that guy who killed him is going to take care of his wife and kid for the rest of his life, okay. so it's just, every month, $200, $250, $300 has to be sent that way, which is a lot of money back home, right, U.S. dollars, every month that's to be given to that family, and most of the time, that's, that's enough to, like, ease them. Uh, because everybody's gonna die anyways, and okay, somebody was more hot-tempered and stabbed somebody, so what can since we do? You, since you say, say, everyone's gonna die anyway, is, is, is death seen differently in how so? Like in America, it's more like, oh, it's a tragedy. And over like, there, is, we knew it was coming, we just didn't know when. Yeah. So it's just like, okay. So how's that hang? Is there funerals? Is there yes. services? Funerals. You wash the, the dead. Yep. You yeah. wash. You wash the body. You pray on the body. Then you bury the body. You send okay. them off to God. That's it. That's it. Man. It's not nothing to it. Are uh, there like family photos in common places? Is that a thing? Like to where like they you hang them on the wall, kind of American. Well, if the person is dead. In my culture, they will tell you to burn the pictures of that person. Oh, wow, okay. Um, just, you know, because, for one, oh, come on, dude. I forgot how idiot some of these drivers can be, man. Yeah, give them the eye, and them bigger. <laughs> you big cut. But, um, so, so, like, we lost family photos amongst the other. We lost, so we lost my aunt and my dad's sister, right? Um, and I love her to death. Uh, honestly, if it wasn't for her, Rocky, you would have never met me. I would have never been in the U.S. What happened to her? Um, she just passed away. She, like, one of her bangs back here just popped on her. Like, it's crazy. Is that like an aneurysm or something? I don't know what they call it, but it's just like something just triggered over there and popped, just flood, flooded uh, blood to the brain and she was in coma for like a couple months and then she just passed away, man. Um, she was actually recovering, recovering, and then it was just 
wow, like, she's doing so good, and then just, wow, gone, damn. Um, oh, okay. She was really, she was older. But, man, she had a lot, and, 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 and me and my dad, because it was a sister, we usually talk about this a lot. Um, and, and it's because, like, uh, she did a lot for my dad. You know, my dad, he, he's her stepbrother, but he was the youngest out of the whole family. Yeah. Stepbrothers, sisters, whatever. He was the youngest. So she really took him under her wing. She was the oldest. Uh-huh. So when she died, she was she was up there in age. She lived a good life. Um, but we were talking about it, and, and, and he's the one that told me. He's like, son, like we, we. I was like, do you have any pictures of her? I remember how she looked. And her daughter reminds me of her all the time. Like every time I see her daughter, I start to tear up. I'm like, wow, you look just like your mom. And we just all start crying together. Right. You know, but um, he was like, that's, we don't just, he, that's what he told me. He's like, I don't keep any pictures of anybody dead in my family. Because every time I look at it, I get heartbroken. Uh-huh. And it just kind of reminds him of all the memories. And so I'm like, okay, so you kind of bury the memories with the person. He was like, yeah. Okay. So, it's like, you, you have, you know, that person, like, you know every once in a while, like, you, you know, you'll remember things. Like, oh, wow, I remember when I... Like, if I ever lose you, I remember that every time, maybe if I walk, drive down here, I'll be like, I remember when we and Rocky, mm-hmm. I mean, plenty of times, dude, I drove by some girls, and I'm like, wow, me and Rocky drove by here before when I was going to Sydney with them. Like, shit like that, you start to remember little things about that person, yeah. even though you've lost them. So, not to say I didn't lose you, just, you know, give an example. Yeah. Like, so, uh... So it's kind of like that. He says he remembers things about her, and when he does, it's, it's, it's good. Like, it's in fun. Like, oh, wow, I remember I did that one. Oh, look, she was calling me. Uh, but yeah, man, like, with death, I don't know. How do you look at death? Are you scared of death? I used to be, Rock. No, I used to be real scared of it. I used to be. Especially at night times when you grow up. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be back there like, oh lord, please, please Rocky, take these sharp turns easy. <laughs> and he's like, zoom, zoom, zoom. I'm like, oh god. Hey, and then I'll look at the, I'll look at the radar and he'd be like, oh my god, the potential for ice on the road. Oh, it's not good. But man, look, like, you're one of the best drivers, so. You know I kicked that a long time ago. <laughs> now I sleep like a baby. <laughs> Joe Quick, he's probably one of the best drivers I've ever seen. But hey, that's a lie. That's a lie, dude. You're kidding me. No, 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 no. You gotta be with Joe Quick. He, he's good. He can make that shit run smooth. And make it go from Right. Well, you know me, though. I'm a scary cat, so I have no choice but to go smooth. <laughs> yeah. I'm not hitting no, you know, I'm never hitting no tight quarter. Yeah, but your, your smooth is, you'll go down to 45 mile an hour. Oh, yeah. Dry, I am so sorry. across the bridge. I, <laughs> that's true. Joe Quick will do it at 65, but he'll just fucking, he'll just make you feel all right. Yeah. Yeah. It's all right, man. I used to be scared of death um, when I was younger, like in my early 20s, now I'm 26, so like when I was younger in the 20, 21, I used to be terrified. Yeah, my dad had me scared of death, growing up that crazy ass religion, man, 
still crazy.
So right now is a bad time to buy a house. It's a good time to save money. That yeah. way when shit falls, you can capitalize when it shit falls. I strongly recommend people do not buy a house right now. It is a terrible idea. Um, well, that's all for today. My motherfucking ass is going to goddamn bed for